0: Welcome to Mindset in the Making with Rachel Josefina, a podcast where we talk about spirituality, perfectionism, and the dance and theater industry. I am on a mission to eliminate hustle mentality and show you that you are worthy of your deepest desires and have the power to create a life you actually enjoy. Just by pushing play today, you are already doing something incredible for your life. Let's keep that momentum going and get into this week's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Mindset in the Making. I hope everyone is enjoying this spring ish weather here in New York. We've had a little bit of a heat wave and I am loving it. Like, throw away the winter coats, except for now, apparently, it's supposed to be cold again. But what you will realize about me is that living in California for pr- practically my entire life, I've never really experienced seasons like ever um, in a whole year and last year was the first time that that really happened for me and so to really like go through all of winter and to be seeing spring coming and it's coming later this year than it did last year because we had such a cold winter with lots of snow but truly like I'm just excited for it to get warmer again And the sunshine comes out and I'm just a different person when there's sunshine. I don't know about you guys, but yeah, I love the sunshine. And actually one thing I was talking to my mom and my roommate about actually is that I've been very intentionally like looking at the trees here and relating the seasons and the way that the trees look and their seasons of life. I've been like very intentionally relating it back to myself and reminding myself that these trees are not dead. They are not broken and they are dormant. That is just the natural cycle that they go through. Every single year it is expected. It is not shocking to anyone. No one is really waiting around like, you know, you're behind schedule, except for I guess I just did compare it to last year. But truly like these trees are dormant for months right and no one's like looking at them being like god they're so ugly and they're broken and there's something wrong with them and they're dead and expecting them to be something different it is it's expected this is winter and then in spring you know, they start to blossom and they take on these natural seasons of life. And we talk about that a lot in our lives, right? We say like, whatever season of life you're in, it's fine. You know, your life is going to have seasons. It's not always going to be the same yet. Somehow it's so much easier to accept it with nature than it is with ourselves. And me, especially as an Enneagram one, who is very black and white, striving for perfection all the time. I relate to nature so much because it's probably the only thing in the world that I can like really truly a hundred percent in my being my inner critic goes away that voice of telling me that I'm not good enough that I'm not perfect enough um, or just like anything being not being perfect enough it completely goes away when I'm in nature it doesn't matter if I'm looking at a flower that has one petal on it it's not imperfect right like it is perfectly imperfect and it's beautiful and I never look at nature and say like this is ugly you know like I always find something so beautiful within it and so yeah I've been every day when I walk to work and just wherever I am I'm consciously and actively looking at these trees and reminding myself that yes they look different right it changes the view because the there are no leaves there are only branches so you can like see through them more some of the views onto the Hudson River are different because you can see through them and it creates this unique brand new beauty that is very different than you know, in the spring where you have those beautiful blossoms or in the summer where you have just vivacious green, full lush leaves. And then also very different than in the fall when, you know, it's changing colors and it adds in this deep like depth of, I don't know, they're all, you know, they're all a different feeling, a different energy, but they're all beautiful in their own sense. And I've just been, yeah, intentionally connecting that back to my own life and reminding myself that I'm allowed to have seasons. And I want you to know that you are allowed to have seasons, whether or not, whether or not you are in a season of full growth and you are thriving at the moment, or maybe you are feeling very dormant, right? You're not really moving very much. It's a time of rest. It's a time of it can easily be seen as that you're stuck, but you don't have to be stuck. You don't have to have a, a lack of movement be seen as stuck. Like this is just your dormant, your recovery, your resting phase, because you're getting ready for this incredible bloom that's going to come, that's going to require a lot of energy, that's going to require a lot of your time. And so this phase, right, this season of your life is very important it is absolutely crucial and it's coming in perfect timing just like the seasons right it is expected it is expected for these trees to be dormant it is expected for you to be dormant and it's okay it's beautiful it's not something to to want to be different and this leads into what I wanted to talk about this episode which is letting go of the timeline and what that really means and why having a timeline can be so detrimental to living your life. Honestly, like actually enjoying your life and taking it in, having a detailed plan and a timeline for it is going to leave you disappointed always, in my opinion. And I say this as a former planner. And I obviously still plan, you know, it brings me a lot of comfort to know that I have a plan and that I'm very structured and that there are rules. Although my story with rules is a little bit, I don't know, different. I, I, I value rules as long as I see them as good rules. <laughs> and so if I don't see them as good rules, I'll, I'll bend them. Cause I'm like, meh, it's fine. Like that doesn't really apply to me. Um, and I think I've always been that way. Like I'm very much seen as a rule follower and like a good girl and like I do what's right. But behind the scenes, there's this like deep desire of just like doing it my way. And if the rule does follow the way I want to do it, then absolutely. Like we need to enforce that rule. And, um, and I follow it. But if it's not my way, (laughs) then I sometimes see the rule as not really valid, which is just so silly because like, I'm not, anyway, that's a whole nother thing. We're a recovering narcissist. So it's, it's very silly to look back at just the things that I've done in my life and to have this perspective. And I hope that, you know, I could look back and be like, so sad about, The way I lived my life, sometimes the decisions I made are like a narcissist, right? Like that scene is just this bad, terrible thing, but it's not going to help me to like feel bad about myself. So I just laugh at myself. You know, I hope that you can look back at things that you've done too and just laugh at yourself because it's comical, you know, it's so silly. Once you have a different perspective, you can look back and just laugh and like, uh, Ah, Silly Rachel. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so I'm coming at this as a former planner, like micromanager, having a timeline for everything, starting with, I mean, honestly, like the first timeline that I can really think of that I like had down to a T was in high school. I was um, dating this guy and we, when I went to college, we were still dating. We were together for three years and I had the plan like he was going to school for five years or his program was five years mine was four so I would be done with school by the fourth year and on the fifth year I would move in with him we would get engaged then we would get married then we would live then we would move to New York and like like I had it planned (laughs) down to a T and shocker that did not happen um and but I just was like so attached to this plan and so attached to this timeline. And I mean, we never even got to staying together after the four years, but it just leads for disappointment of if it doesn't, if it doesn't plan out in your timeline, then it's like, you can make it mean so many things. Oh, it wasn't meant for me. I guess I'm just not good enough. Or you're like constantly beating yourself up. Like I didn't you know, complete this within my timeline. I'm behind. I'm not like, there's just so many things, right? Like I'm, I'm behind schedule. It's, you know, it's never going to happen. I'm running out of time. I, it just all around having a timeline leads to a lot of disappointment. It leads to a lot of beating yourself up. And I've done that. I know what it's like to, you know, not, Here's the thing. I know what it's like to have a timeline like with my career and be right on schedule. I said that I was going to move to New York a year after I graduated. I moved to New York a year after I graduated. I lived in New York for six months and immediately booked a job. I went on a ship and then I came back home and it was in that moment, like after my contract, that my timelines stopped working. So I lived up until I was 20, what I was 23, 20, 23, I think really with my life. Um, I mean, maybe not, you know, obviously the plan of like getting married and having children at like 22 years old did not work out, but with my career, a lot of my timelines worked out like they really did. And they were going according to schedule. I was right on track. um, And so I had this illusion, you know, that like my plan was working and then it wasn't. And it's in those moments where it doesn't work out, which eventually is going to come. It's not even an if it doesn't work out. It's like a when, when the timeline doesn't work out exactly according to your plan, because at some point that is going to happen. It's not morbid. It's not negative. It's just... You know, timing is not always going to work out with the way your ego and the way your mind says it's going to because the universe, God, and the world have different plans, right? And it's always leading you to something better. But when you are so attached to your timeline and it being right for you, it leads you to the disappointment. And this illusion that all of a sudden something is going wrong because now it's not going according to plan even though it was before. And so when I came home and all of a sudden nothing, (laughs) nothing was going according to plan. I got a job I didn't know I was going to get, which was great. But then I wanted to continue working with that company and it never worked out. And I ended up staying home for way longer than I wanted to. And I spent all my money and then I had to Audition for a different company. And then I got sick before I started working with that company. Like there were so many ups and downs. And I was trying to take each thing and like create a new plan from it. You know, so it was like, oh, I was home for a couple more months, but I was still attached to this exact plan. And then that didn't work out. So I had to create a whole new plan and then something came and I was like, okay, great. I can create a new plan, but then something else kind of derailed it. So then I was like, oh gosh, now I have to create a new plan. And I was just always creating a new plan and always creating a new timeline. And it was just this cycle of disappointment of like being on a high because it was going my way. And then And then super depressed and angry and beating myself up because I couldn't make it happen. And that ultimately is like the number one reason why having a very specific timeline and a very specific plan and like attaching onto it that this is it, this is how my life needs to go um, is so detrimental to you because... Life changes. Life goes up and down. Things work out, things don't. And being able to have flexibility and being able to go with the flow a little bit, as my therapist tells me every week go with the flow, go with the flow, Rachel. And having that flexibility, being able to go with the flow, allows you to be compassionate with yourself when things don't work out, right? When, when things don't go according to plan, you have that flexibility, you have that compassion, you have that ability to let go and you're not attached to this timeline. It's not your end all be all, right? And that's like the practical, I guess I would say, like the practical side of it, right? And, and with perfectionism, when it comes in, it's like, it has to be perfect, right? It has to go my way. It's an all or nothing. It's either, and that's how I was treating it. I was saying the plan is either all good or I'm just fucking scrapping it and like moving on to the next thing, right? All or nothing. But exhausting. Exhausting is what it is. And so moving past the practical side of it though. So when you are manifesting, when you are. um turning over, not turning over, when you are co-creating right, with the universe, when you are allowing God and the universe to, to guide you to what is meant for you, having the timeline is like a slap in the face to God and the universe. That is like the audacity of you saying, I know better than you. You know, you're like, oh, I know better because I know it's going to happen right now. It's negating divine timing. It's negating synchronicities, really, because you are micromanaging your plan. You have the timeline for which you desire rather than knowing what you desire and knowing what is meant for you is going to come at some point. Right. And it doesn't matter if it comes today or if it comes in a week or if it comes in a year, because you know that it's going to come in perfect timing. You know that the lessons that you're going to learn along the way until that desire is in your reality, like in the 3D world, you know that those are necessary. You know that the universe is always going to give you exactly what you need. And it, you are going to become the person that you need to be to do what you want to do. That faith, that flexibility, that surrender to the universe, the surrender of yes, my dreams are going to happen. They are already happening, they are already being created. And it is not up to me when they happen because. God and the universe know best, right? They know when it needs to happen. And that doesn't mean that you're not taking steps towards those desires. It doesn't mean that you're sitting on your couch. Like, um, (laughs) you can't see me, but I'm, I used to have a dance director or dance teacher who would pretend like, Oh, I'm going to go take a smoke break. And she would like, you know, mime, like, taking a smoke of basically like being lazy and that's not what you're doing, right? You're not just like sitting back, crossing your legs, leaning on the wall, like I'm going to go take a smoke break universe. You do it. I'll be back. That's not what, right. That's not what it is, but you're surrendering the timeline so that you can be open to taking the action that is that the universe is guiding you to take, right? When you release the timeline, you are opened up to so many miracles, so many shifts, so many opportunities that you would not have seen before because you were so attached to what you thought was right and when you thought you should be doing it. You will be opened up to more opportunities when you have more flexibility than you would be. And honestly, that success, that bringing your desires into the 3D world could potentially happen even faster because you are actually listening and taking actions on the signs that the universe is giving you that you may not have seen because you were so attached to how it needed to happen, when it needed to happen, where it needed to happen, and all of the details that truly aren't your business. Those details are not your business. Your business is to know what you desire, how that is going to make you feel, what is that going to bring into your life and making those feelings happen now so that you are ready for those desires. You are ready for those feelings. You are ready to be that person who is on Broadway, ready to be that person who is traveling the world, ready to be that person who is with their soulmate, ready to be that person who is creating a dance company, creating a theater company, putting, producing shows, writing screenplays, whatever that is for you. Know how all of that is going to make you feel. How is that desire? How is that goal? How is that success going to make you feel? And how can you practice feeling that today so that when it happens, it's not foreign to you and you don't know what the heck to do? Start becoming the person that you want to be today. Let go of the timeline. Your desire is going to come to you. It is meant for you. That's not even a question. It's not even a question. Your desire is meant for you and it is coming for you. I've been feeling this a lot and I want us to live like Tony and Maria live in West Side Story right before they meet each other. They have no idea what's coming. They know what they want. They want the freedom. They want fulfillment. They want fun. They want, you know, they know the feeling that they want. They have no idea that they're going to meet their soulmate when they walk into a random gym dance, but they both know so wholeheartedly Something amazing is coming. Right? Like, what if something's coming was the theme song yes, to your life? Like what if you lived in that if I can't, energy? Something's coming, I don't know what it is, but it is gonna be great. He said, maybe tonight, right? Like maybe it could happen tonight, but he didn't say it's happening today at 8 p.m., right? He did not have a timeline. He just knew something's coming and maybe it's tonight. Like, do you think he would have given up? Do you think that that wholehearted, just like whimsical, full of faith, that would have would not have gone away? He would have still felt like something was coming because he had said that it was coming For a while, he had felt like that for a while. That wasn't the first day that he felt like that. And that's how I want us to live. Live like you know wholeheartedly something is coming. And you keep living your life and you keep taking action and you keep loving on yourself and you keep loving on your family and your friends and you keep filling yourself with joy knowing in full faith that something incredible is coming to you. And that's it. You don't have to figure out how. You don't have to figure out when. You just keep taking a step forward. And when those opportunities come to you, you take them. Decisions are not hard when you truly listen because you already know. You know when you're going to make a decision, that answer is there immediately. And then you start to backtrack. You start to say, oh, should I do this? Should I do this? Does this match my plan? if I do this, is it going to lead down this way? And you start thinking 10 years in advance. And what is this going to do? What is this tiny thing going to do for me in three years? And, you know, you don't have to do that for every decision personally. And it could be, a, you know, not a popular opinion, but I don't think you have to do that for anything. When a decision needs to happen, it will happen. The decision is made when the decision is made. And a lot of the time it is way sooner than you actually quote unquote make the decision you know you know what I'm talking about that little voice that little feeling that gut reaction of knowing the answer the answer that you truly want that the answer that is truly meant for you and all you have to do is just surrender and take action and guess what if you decide you don't like it you just make a different choice you are not stuck with any of your choices you always have a choice I'm gonna leave it at that as I always do every week no matter where you are no matter how you feel you always have a choice all right guys thank you so much for pressing prushing, prushing. thank you so much for pressing um thank you so much for plus oh my gosh blessing we all know what I'm trying to say right Pressing. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I appreciate it, and thank you for always, you know, taking in my silliness and inability to speak sometimes because that is real. Uh, my sister always makes fun of me for it. I don't think I've ever said a sentence where it was gibberish and she didn't like cock her head and be like, mm, "Was that? Was that English?" So that is normal, and I'm so just i'm so grateful that i have a community that embraces that and that you listen every week and if this is your first time listening welcome uh keep listening please share this with a friend rate and review this podcast so that other people in the performing arts industry and honestly just everyone can hear these conversations because they're very important these conversations need to be heard thank you for sharing make sure to connect with me on Instagram at rachel.josefina and tell me what you got out of this episode. Take a screenshot, share it on your story, tag me and let me know the biggest thing that you took away. I love seeing everything that you are learning from me. And if my journey, you know, helps you, it means the world to me. So I hope you're having an incredible week whenever you are listening to this and remember you are absolutely worthy of everything that you desire and you are creating your own life. And by pushing play and listening to this podcast, you're already creating the life that you desire. So talk to you guys next week.